Hi, I'm Ildiko Spinfisher. I'm the founder of Life Retuning, a psychological human energy based modality which sidesteps the mind. I'm known as the Quantum Wizard. I work with heart-centered entrepreneurs globally to unlock their greatest potential and upgrade their success. I run workshops and courses teaching about energy wisdom. I feel blessed to have the opportunity to share with you on the Be Woke podcast show. And I want to thank you for being here with us today. Hi, everyone. My name is Julie Salant, and I am an animal communicator and transformational intuitive coach. My gift is that I am able to see negative energies that are blocking you and remove them with light language and bring in positive energy to bring you back into alignment. I'm also an animal communicator and I really love talking with Ildiko because she brings the science to what our discussions are and I'm the intuitive part. Thank you for being here. We're looking forward to having you on all the podcasts. Thanks so much. Welcome back to the BO podcast. I'm here with Ildiko Spinfisher. Hi, Ildiko. Hi, everybody. Hi, Julie. It's great to be back on another episode. Thank you so much for being here. We are thrilled that you are here. We thank you so much for listening. We love to have you. We love all your comments. So please keep your comments and your thoughts coming. We will be doing a Q&A probably live, an Instagram live or a Facebook live in the near future. So please let us know how we can help you. We are here to help and serve you. And we'd love to know what you need help with, what questions that you have, and tell us what worked and what doesn't work. Today on this podcast, we are talking about the power of proper sleep and how it impacts your life. We realize that all of you now are self-isolating, social distancing. It's been a minute now. These words I never even talked about before, and now all of a sudden they're part of our vocabulary on a regular basis. And we realize that a lot of you are working from home still, uh, as we both have, and that can be challenging, but sleep is very, very important to yourself, to your business, to your spiritual life, to your relationships. So thank you for being here, Ildiko. Let's dive in and talk a little bit about sleep and and how it impacts our lives. Yeah, so um, this is a very important topic. As Julie said, you know, we have not experienced this um, before. So we have no, uh, no rule book. Um, there is no precedent. Uh, we have to make it up as we go along, so to speak. And um, one of the areas that uh, is being impacted um, is quality of our sleeping. Um, one of the reasons is because there is so much confusion, conflicting news, um, and and uh, fear-based um, information and news um, that it's very hard to let go of that and have a good, peaceful, calm night's sleep um, with all of this going on. But it is extremely important that you do manage to get good night's sleeps. Um, and in this episode, we want to really unpack the reasons for why it is so super important. Um, and the, the first reason is that um, you end up, if you don't get enough sleep, really impacting the rest of your life um, and uh, creating a low quality 
of uh, living um, because you end up making um, poor choices. And we want to tell you the reason why, you know, going through why you end up make, making poor choices. And the, where do we start first? So the first place we start is you have a bad night's sleep. So what should happen during sleep time is that your body is able to rest and regenerate. Um, if you are not getting the deep REM sleep, then your body doesn't have a chance to do that. So next day, you can end up uh, feeling utterly exhausted because you didn't get the, the sleep that you needed. Um, and one of the reasons for not sleeping well, if you're waking up at around three or four o'clock in the morning, that is because your uh, stress hormone cortisol starts secreting into the blood at that point. The reason that it starts secreting is because it is preparing you for the level of stress it anticipates for the next day. But it's pretty crazy because it wakes you up. So there you are, awake at three in the morning. I mean, I've been through this. I'm sure you know what I mean as well, Julie, is that suddenly your eyes pop open and you can't carry on sleeping. It's still dark outside. You look at the clock and go, geez, it's 3 a.m. I need yeah. to get more sleep, but you don't feel tired. Um, so what you might do is you might actually just uh, decide you're going to get up. I mean, I've actually found myself cooking at three in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ended up making a soup because I couldn't sleep. There was nothing else to do. It was the middle of the night. This is way before lockdown, by the way. This was last year because I went through a period where I had really bad sleep for a couple of weeks. And I couldn't believe. I had to actually send a, a, a message out uh, on social media to say, I am... It's 3 a.m. in the morning. And what am I doing? What else would I be doing? Cooking soup. Uh, <laughs> not sleeping. <laughs> not sleeping. So, you know, the cortisol is a very, very powerful hormone that secretes into your blood and it changes the blood chemistry. Why does it do that? Because you have had a high level of stress the day before. You might have been listening to the news all day. I mean, some people I know are just sitting at the TV, listening to the news constantly, bathing themselves in this negativity. The last episode, we were talking about the quality of your thoughts and the fact that because we are over 80% of water um, and water is, is affected, and we were talking about Dr. Masaru Emoto's work uh, with water crystals, um, what you are doing is you are then bathing your entire system in negative vibrational frequencies of fear, anxiety, frustration, anger, and every other negative emotion that can drag you down. What that does in your physical system is it kicks in your flight, fight, flight response, which is um, your sympathetic part of your nervous system. It's involuntary. In other words, you can't really um control it easily um and so it kicks in when you're stressed when you're feeling in fear and there are three very powerful hormones that um make up the uh the suite if you like of the stress hormones one is adrenaline 
Now, adrenaline is, uh, you probably know about adrenaline, it's what kicks in when you are running, for instance. Um, it gives you the, the ability to actually run, it, it goes into your muscles, and you can do superhuman things. If you're really uh, scared, you can get yourself out of situations that you never thought you could. You know, this is where you hear about women who actually just picked up a car because their child was trapped underneath. Yes. This is the, the adrenaline, the power of it. Um, the second hormone is cortisol. Now, cortisol, as I say, prepares you for the level of stress your body anticipates you will have the next day because it gets into a pattern and a routine. So um, it's, uh, it's also responsible for um, uh, putting on fat around the, the, the middle of yes, our body. Yes, it's horrible, horrible. It's, Really very, very detrimental if you get into the, the cortisol um, vicious cycle. Um, and the third powerful hormone is aldosterone, which uh, works on raising uh, your blood pressure and uh, makes sure that you are absolutely fully engaged in getting yourself out of uh, a fearful situation. These are very uh, basic and primitive responses to stress now in the past when we were uh, in prehistoric times if you were faced with a predator uh, it made sense that these three powerful hormones secreted into your blood and you ran away very fast or you climbed up a tree or whatever you had to do or you had to you know fight that predator however nowadays we don't have that kind of um predator or life-threatening situation very often. What we do have is continuous long-term stress and our bodies don't know what to do about it. They pump in the uh, stress hormones, but guess what? It doesn't resolve the situation. So when you're listening to the bad news, um, you're finding out about all the things that are happening around the globe. Your body doesn't stand a chance. And then it tries to put you into sleep state, but it's not able to actually give you the refreshment because you're not going and getting the level of quality of sleep that you need to be. And then it's waking you up at three in the morning. Yes. So you can see how this vicious cycle can become embedded and become the way of life. Now, there are... Uh, people that uh, just can't sleep properly for years. I mean, I've had clients like that, um, and I, I know of uh, I know of people, um, you know, acquaintances who just can't sleep because they broke out of the the healthy sleep cycle and can't get themselves out of the unhealthy sleep cycle. Uh, so it's a big problem anyway. However, now with the situation with the pandemic, of course, it just amplifies the whole problem. And so if you don't know what to do about um, getting good sleep, what can end up happening is it will affect the rest of your life because um, you can end up um, with a craving for sweet things. If you are exhausting your energy by feeling stressed and anxious and fearful, uh, these emotions need a lot of energy to, uh, to keep going. So then you end up 
feeling that you need a quick burst of energy. And what is the best thing for that? Something sweet to push up so you get a, a, a sugar spike, as it's called. But of course, then you crash down afterwards because sugar doesn't maintain or support your energy. It just gives you a quick fix. So you can quickly get into a situation where you're making poor, bad food choices. The other thing that happens when you don't sleep well is your uh, wound healing abilities decrease and your um, choice making abilities decrease as well. You end up making poor choices because you're not on top of your form. So you end up uh, potentially having a bad diet that then leads to bad gut health which we're also going to talk about how important that's become from the science perspective there's some amazing cutting edge research that i was just listening to the last couple of days which just blew my mind but it shows how important uh feeding ourselves the right food actually is for our entire system our entire health so if you're making bad and poor food choices that can lead to um, your gut health deteriorating that then affects your brain and um, research now shows that if you are um, not looking after your gut health you actually can end up with your brain capacity shrinking which is shocking shocking new information shocking um, and something i don't want to experience holy exactly cow right. so all of this shows that it's so important to get your sleep routine into a healthy place and this is what we want to talk about how we can help you to do that julie so so connected right everything's yeah. connected we are always taught to everything is in a separate bucket but your sleep is very 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 important now i have always been uh for over 20 years now an insomniac i've never been able to sleep i'm the type of person that has a very busy mind mm -hmm. i'm a night person by nature so I am the most creative, the fastest, the best. I work out at night. Everything's at night. Um, and when I lay down, a lot of times, last night being one of them, my mind just races, races, races. Um, and Ildico has been kind enough to offer me a um, cue, if you will, that will or a permission that will help the brain stop that, which we can get into if she'd like to. But I can tell you this. I, I always think of it as Ildico saying on the last podcast that we did, think of your cup. Your cup needs to be full, not just in energy and good thoughts, but also it needs, it ramps up with good sleep. Now imagine if you can think of a cup and think of it almost empty, there's hardly anything in it. And that cup needs to go out and do things. It needs to perform. It needs to make good decisions based for your family, for your business, spiritually, for your body. You're making decisions about your money, about purchasing things. That's really important. And Right now, especially a lot of us are just, you know, really trying to learn new ways to survive and thrive in this new normal. So you need to be extra, extra excited and pumped up and, and have as much going on as possible in your brain. You need to be accessing everything. Running on all cylinders is the way I always say it, right? Like a car. The only way you can do that is if your gas tank is full. And I know for me, Ildiko, if I have like two hours of sleep, three hours of sleep, four hours of sleep, not so good. I mean, I'm really tired. I'm really dragging. Things get foggy. I can't, they're, uh, 
everything doesn't seem clear, crystal clear, was I've had sleep, things feel crystal clear, I can make decisions quickly, I can access a peak state very fast and stay there. And for someone like me who really needs to eat at certain times because I'm hypoglycemic, if I ignore that and let everything dip, yeah. that's not good for me because then I do reach for the sugar and then, sure. and everything's yeah. connected. And cortisol is yeah. the worst thing you want because it does put it's... all your weight around your middle, which has been linked to diabetes. Yeah. So absolutely. sleep is connected yes. and is so important. And by the way, if any of you are trying to lose weight, I didn't know this, but I found out sleep is connected to losing weight. Yes, it is. Absolutely. Because your body um, cannot recharge. If you yeah. are on a schedule for sleeping and sleep properly and get that REM sleep where you can rebound and rejuvenate your body, you will lose weight. But if you can't, your body's always hanging on to everything it can because as Ilico said, it's getting ready for that peak state of, oh my gosh, we got to run from the dinosaur, except yeah. there is no dinosaur. Yeah, that's right. Um, in fact, uh, some of the, the research I was listening to yesterday, um, which again is really shocking, but we've got to start paying attention, is that um, the amount of weight you're carrying around your middle will affect your um, potential for developing Alzheimer's. That is the latest research now. So it's even more important to get the routine healthy, sleep, eat, exercise, you know, be joyful because you want to get your cortisol levels dropping down um, so that you don't end up in this detrimental cycle that can end up with uh, some serious chronic illness. And of course, Alzheimer's is one of the most devastating modern diseases. Even people in their 30s are starting to get dementia. I mean, it's seriously um, scary um, how bad uh, diet uh, you know, affects our health. So the message um, coming through is food is medicine, and we need to really pay attention to what's going on on that level. But um, certainly with regards to sleep, um, it's important to get yourself into a sleep routine. I want to tell, talk, tell you about um, my experience with a sleep deprivation, which happened um, a couple of years ago when I was living in a place that had um, an abundance of seagulls. Now, I don't know whether you, any of you live around seagulls, but if you do and they're your next door neighbors, um, they are the neighbors from hell. They are beautiful on the beach. I love them on the beach, you know, the way they glide and they're so graceful. But when they are your next door neighbors, you just want to do something desperate. Because what I was finding was that, unfortunately, what was happening is that I was living between two seagull feeders. In other words, people who are putting food out to attract the seagulls. Now, oh. they are opportunists. And um, they will, um, you know, take that food. Unfortunately, one of those um, people, an older lady, uh, she was putting out dog meat. Oh. Season, which just, That's I mean, gross. the whole thing was just horrific. Um, but I couldn't talk to her. She wasn't listening. And then down the end of the road, there was another couple who were feeding the seagulls. So I was caught in between. And I swear to you, for about four years, I hardly had any sleep. Ugh. I mean, it, it affected me so badly because 
the seagulls would would be screeching even at midnight and then start screeching at two in the morning so i had no sleep it was appalling oh. i was ready to you know i'm a very peaceful person but i was ready to kill somebody <laughs> I, honestly because when you don't have sleep it actually ends up being painful i was trying all sorts of things you know earbuds and and it just didn't work because that level of screeching was just cutting through that piercing sound was cutting through um but i got to um experience what it was like to end up with adrenal fatigue because mm. i had such high cortisol levels because i was so stressed i wasn't getting the sleep that was stressing me out um my diet was um actually suffering as well so i ended up in this really bad spiral um so i can tell you from personal experience if you don't take care of your sleep patterns you can really end up um having a lot of problems and it's just just a horrible way of living so yeah um it's just really really important so julie um what are the routines that um you can share with people that you suggest that they can do to get themselves into a good sleep routine despite what's happening obviously now. Well, thank you for sharing that, Elder Cohen. Boy, I can't imagine living through oh, something like that. It was hell, <laughs> it was hell. <laughs> really. So I used to live in the city and um, in Boston and I used to be on a very busy street where there were always sirens and things like that. So I got very accustomed to um, using aids to sleep. Um, but before I tell you a couple of them, I just wrote down because it's just occurred to me. They have been using sleep deprivation as a form of torture for a long time. Oh, yes. yes. I just remembered right. that. So think about that for a minute. It's, it's, yeah. it's all connected. And that will make you, you know, they could give up information. Why? Because they were so damn tired. They couldn't even yes. think straight, basically. Yes. So for me, um, I have learned a couple of tricks, a couple of tips, which we can share with you. And we'll, we'll put up a list as well. We'll put a link for you. Right. One is, um, as we said, we don't want the cortisol around our middle anyways. Yeah. We don't want diabetes. We don't want Alzheimer's. We want our brain to expand, not shrink. We want to be able to make good decisions. One thing yeah. I used to do is because I stay up pretty late till 12 o'clock, um, doing a lot of channeling, I used to eat late. I used to eat at nine, have a snack yeah. at 10. That's not good for your body. You are supposed to eat no later than seven o'clock is what yes. I, what I was told. Is that what you heard as it's, well of the co? It's correct. Yeah. Because other, other, otherwise after seven, you know, your, uh, stomach's still, uh, working on digesting stuff and that's definitely not good for your sleep. No, no. no. Mm -hmm. And another thing is not, and I do this, I've tested this myself a lot in the last couple of weeks. Um, a lot of times I'll have all the lights out and I'll be working on my computer. Mm -hmm. So working at your computer with this light facing you while it's dark around you with having no other lights on is not good for your eyes. It can give me migraines. It will stop your sleep patterns. It will interrupt your sleep patterns. Do you have any research on that or any thoughts on that, Ildiko? Because I'd love to know what you think about that. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, obviously there's a, there's a frequency coming from the light uh, that is on your phone or your laptop. Um, there are actually applications, and um, I use one uh, which can um, alter the lights on the screen 
depending on what time of day it is. So it's a better light for your eyes, but it really is not uh, good to be uh, looking at um, information even late at night because what will happen is your brain will keep buzzing and working on what you've just been reading or seeing. So I would suggest don't watch movies late at night. Don't read late at night. Find yourself some sort of routine of maybe meditation or breathing or relaxation with um, yoga or uh, just some, some scratch exercises, but taking your breath down. You know, we talked about breathing techniques before, but it's because the breath is linked to the mind. And so if you can slow your breathing down, then you can help your mind to relax down too. Um, and the other thing is to maybe go um, for a walk around your garden if you've got a garden or just go out uh, for a bit of fresh air because that will also help to oxygenate your, your system and that will help to calm things down as well. So these are routines that you can um, implement for yourselves. Um, these will definitely help. And the other thing that um, I've experimented with, I'm not doing it at the moment, but I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to start again um, within the next week or so, is uh, fasting, intermittent fasting. So you can do it really easily. This is the way I do it, is I don't eat until 10 a.m. and then don't eat after 7. So not only don't eat after 7, don't eat until 10. And that actually gives you 16 hours of fasting in the most easy way. Because unless you absolutely have to eat in the morning, um, if you can just make do with um, some liquid, then it actually cleans down your system, which of course helps your gut, helps your uh, digestion, and helps with the sleep as well at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have to try that. I haven't tried that mm. yet, but I will. I've heard a lot of good things about it. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes me feel good when I do it. I mean, I um, when I do it, I also juice uh, at the same time, juice vegetables and uh, and fruits because uh, I did a juicing course um, a few years back just so I could understand what juicing was about. And I go through periods of time where I will actually start the day with um, with a with a juice that is made up of um, things like um, apple, lemon, um, carrot, kale, um, maybe some um, pineapple, blueberries. So, creating a, a, a juice which has got all of the nutrients that the body needs, um, but it also allows your stomach to uh, take a rest because the the juice goes into the system, but the body doesn't have to go through peristalsis. So peristalsis is uh, taking the food down the esophagus and into the stomach. And the whole process that the stomach has to go through to digest the food. If you're drinking a juice, it means the stomach doesn't have to work hard. So you get your nutrition, but you also give your stomach a break. And it's just really very healthy. Oh, that's a good idea. That's a good idea. I have to look into that. Yeah. One thing that I've done that Ildiko mentioned was meditating. I have some really high quality headphones, which can, you know, mm. the, the outside noise just is, is blacked out. And I'll put that on with some really great astral music, I call it. So that really nice, relaxing, 
just to kind of bring everything down a level and reconnect. Um, it just, just brings your whole body down. Taking those deep breaths, your body has no choice but to slow down. But another aid that I use is I need to have some white noise. So I have a fan going. I've also had um, a sound, you can buy sound machines that have the waves. A lot of people like the waves. Uh, yeah. It's very calming, very restful. Um, yeah. Some people like trains, but you can buy them. And I've also, uh, putting in your earbuds is a little tough if you toss and turn quite a bit, which I do. That's another option. But um, having also having a room that's completely dark. This for yeah. me is a must. Because I'm, I used to get migraines so frequently and I'm so sensitive to light, I had to have blackout. You can buy blackout curtains. Um, and I know this sounds very simple, but you'd be surprised how many people don't think of this or don't know about it. But having a room that's yeah. completely dark mm -hmm. will enable your body to help bring you down into that deeper sleep. So that helps as well. Yeah. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, it is absolutely important to be in total darkness because, um, of course, the eyes, even through the eyelids, will pick up on light. Um, so, you know, it's, it's just uh, another way to help ourselves to get that good quality of sleep. Just like you, I used to suffer from migraines all the time. I get stomach migraines, so I would feel sick, nauseous, as well as having the appalling headache. So bad. And I couldn't be anywhere near light. It would no. hurt me. So like you, I had to not only be in a darkened room, but I would normally actually put something over my eyes as well. Me too. Uh, to stop any, any kind of light getting through. And I couldn't even move because if I moved, I would feel sick. So yeah, uh, migraines are just appallingly bad things. Um, and uh, they are also uh, quite often linked to stress. Yes. Um, so, you know, there are, there are quite a lot of symptoms that are unexpected, that are created by being stressed all the time. Um, so it's really important to do whatever we can to reduce the stressors that we actually have control over within our lives yes. as much as possible. Yes. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I used to say that I would lose a day in my life and I lost quite a few of them because I lay yeah. in a dark room not able to move, not able, you can't even eat, you can't sleep. Yeah. You're just lying there with a towel over your eyes. Anything, any light, any noise, it has to be completely silent, completely yeah. dark. You don't, you don't want that. These things are ugly. Okay. And a lot of it was from stress subconsciously. Mm -hmm. yes. um, and it can be with anything. It can be any kind type of stress. It can be family yeah. related. It can be money related. It can be career related. It can be anything. Mm -hmm. So Having some aids and having some, we always talk about spiritual rituals, right? To get yes. you in the right place, uh, to a place of being open and receiving and ready to serve. I always want to cleanse the space. These are just the same yeah. thing. Sleep mm -hmm. rituals are so important to ramp down. Now, some of you might be lucky enough to just go to sleep anywhere. And if you are, wonderful, wonderful. I am not that person. I need to put some of these things in place. If mm -hmm. I don't have a fan, or don't have some noise, I'm up like this, like I'm up. So, but whatever it takes and a dark yeah. room helps, meditation helps. And of course, when you breathe in deeply, yeah. your body has to slow down. That's it right. has no other choice. Yeah. And so to meditate and, you know, either, however, what works for you, go out. If it's nice, you can go outside and sit outside. I was looking, I was telling, we were talking about last night, Venus was out with the moon and I love yeah. that. And just going outside and looking at the stars, I know it sounds so simple, 
but it really helps you with the connectedness and the power mm -hmm. of just bringing yourself down into a level where you're ready to sleep instead of yes. watching TV where that light's coming at you or you're looking at your phone and that light's really mm -hmm. just kind of hurting your eyes, just getting you prepared to sleep and making it easy for you. But it's all yeah. about good sleep and having your cup be full so you can make good decisions and smart decisions for yourself. Definitely right, Julie. Absolutely. Um, one of the other things that is coming to mind is um, switch off your router at night. Your, your what? The router, the router. Oh, the router. For, for your computer, your Wi-Fi. Um, I switch mine off every night. Why is that? Because it's producing EMF, electromagnetic frequencies, which, especially if your router is in your bedroom, that's the worst thing because you are being bathed by these frequencies and they are not good for our health. So um, I want to take the, the moment here to just um, share another um, piece of advice is, I know a lot of ladies um, put their phones in their bra or their pockets, you know, um, and carry them around. Um, but what you're doing is getting bathed in these frequencies. And there's now more and more research showing that it's detrimental to our uh, cell health, the cells in our body I'm talking about. So um, if you are carrying your phone, switch it on to airplane mode. Okay, that's really important. But at night, switch off your router. Have a Wi-Fi free zone because that's another thing that can affect your sleep. Because if you're super sensitive, like a lot of people are, uh, the, EM free, EMF, um, the EMF will be affecting you, the cells of your body, and also your brain. So it's just very important to get into a routine of being Wi-Fi free. What about if it's in another room? So I don't sleep in the room I work in, and so it's, I'm in another room. Does that, is it okay if it stays on and if I'm in another room or? Well, I mean, it's, it's still gonna be affecting you because it's in the house. So the best thing to do is just, I mean, certainly for me personally, I've been disconnecting my, uh, switching my router off now for probably the last three, four years. And honestly, there's a difference in the quality of energy really? around me. Yeah, definitely. Now, what about your phones? Because I have to always have my phone by my bed. I turn it upside down, right? So it's not, the light's not showing because I always have an alarm on. Are you saying we, sh so I can't really shut it off because I need that alarm. I don't have an alarm clock. This is my alarm. Are you saying we should, if we put those in airplane mode, will that alarm still show? Is that the best we can do if you can't shut it off? Um, I would actually, my advice would be just to get an old fashioned alarm clock. Really? the phone off completely. Absolutely. Because it shouldn't be near your head at all. Um, there's, you know, the, the mobile companies are not really keen on, uh, sharing the research that's coming out and there's a lot that's being probably even suppressed. I don't know. I won't go down that conversation route, but I do, I've read an awful lot of research, which shows that, um, the EMFs are actually damaging um, our health um, on many different levels. Um, so can I back that up? I know people out there will probably be asking, where's the research? I can certainly share the research that I have um, come across. There's a book called um, the, 
now what is it called the non-tinfoil solution to emfs written by a canadian journalist a few years ago and his research just really blew my mind as to what these frequencies are actually doing um so i uh, on the side of caution and i do know that things like smart meters definitely have affected me i lived next door to somebody who had a smart meter on the wall you know you have smart meters there are you talking about the for the cars no these are the ones that are the utility um oh oh okay right okay so living next door to one i can honestly tell you i could feel it and it was affecting me and i had to move in the end because they would not take it away from the wall so i sold up and moved because i couldn't stand it anymore not just the the seagulls that was one thing but the smart meter was the other thing and whilst after i moved i noticed the difference immediately so i've, I've be heard aware. of that you need to become energy aware this is a whole other topic area but i i'm absolutely passionate on teaching you to become energy aware because if you don't know what you've got in your environment you can't do anything about it and you can't protect yourself against the effects yes and i well, we should have we should talk about this in full at another level and we will i have read some of the work that's been put out there and these little guys which are our lifeline are not good for us they're at our heads all the time and i yeah. think they're doing a lot of uh I, i'm sure there's a brain link there which we won't we will get into that on another show that's a whole big topic yeah. but i have read that shutting these off is the best thing you can do uh, maybe i'll just have to go get a, a cheapy alarm clock um i, I don't even know yeah. if they make those anymore to be honest with you i mean everybody's hey, just got go. phones go retro why not yeah why not oh my gosh that's so funny my husband's always saying you're so retro i'm like so retro you go <laughs> i'm still in the 80s my friend i'm still in the 80s <laughs> they used to have alarm clocks i believe in the 80s so there you, you go buy something on ebay or <laughs> there you go amazon right amazon there you go amazon does everything yeah yeah retroville it's so, so funny it's so funny because Lildico and i were talking before about how a lot of in spiritual a lot of the you know older like the shamanic and all of the um quite a bit older going back to down our lineage a lot of these practices are coming back so this is just another one you know and that's right and it's good old-fashioned stuff and it works sometimes the newfangled stuff isn't but if you think think about it um on these phones they have you know your screen time and I don't think I pick my phone up that much and it'll say I've been on this thing five hours. Well, I'll tell you what though, I have to say, just to back that up, I'm not on my phone. When I go outside and I channel, I listen to my music with my headphones through this. So that's a good two hours right there. But still, that's way too much. So um, if it's near yeah. your head, that's not good. So the, yeah. what we're gonna do is we'll put up a list, Ildiko and I, we're gonna link it below that you can access and it will have our top tips that we've discussed today. And I'd really encourage you, as Ildiko was saying, to get into a sleep routine, put something in place, put some rituals in place for yourself. They don't have to be hard, make it easy and whatever works yeah. for you, leave the rest. Just pick out something that works for you or a couple of things and start working with them and see if you notice a difference. I can tell you that by not eating late, I have noticed a difference, not only in, in my weight dropping, which is wonderful, but my energy level increasing. My body doesn't have to work so hard at night. 
And so if you if you're if your gut's not working hard, obviously that's a good thing. And I'll tell you one other thing, drinking a lot of water. And I'm not a water girl, but I have started to drink a ton of water. And as we said, we're more than 80% water. So flowing and flushing with energy, that's a great thing to do. Um, all helpful for bed. Yeah, definitely. Well, one thing I just want to um, circle back to regarding this device here and the um, headphone usage, get an air tube headphone. I've got one of these here and what it does is it actually blocks the EMF coming from your phone. So um, it is actually much, much more healthy to use one of these air tube headphones. We can put the links to that too with our top tips when we put that together. But I researched this a couple of years ago and I bought one specifically. Oh, really? It's, I've never heard of that. It's an air tube. Is that what you're saying? Air tube. Yeah, air tube. It doesn't, I think it's because it doesn't have any metal parts because metal is a conductor. So um, because of that, it, um, it seemingly it blocks or shuts off the EMF coming up into your head. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'll have to get one of those. All right. Well, we'll put all the links below. Yep. Yeah. Um, and we hope this has been helpful for you. I would encourage you to get as much sleep as you possibly can. And again, everyone's different. Some people can run on five hours of sleep and feel terrific. Some people like me need a good seven hours, sometimes eight hours. And listen to your body. Honor your body, right? This, this time, this whole time we've been talking about being in lockdown, this is an opportunity for you to start listening to your thoughts, listen to your body, and stop ignoring it. Start honoring it, especially if you have, um, if you're susceptible to migraines or sleep deprivation, because you know what, as you, if you don't know, migraines are also related to sleep deprivation. The less sleep you have, the more, the greater the chance you'll have a migraine. So you don't want that. There's a lot of science behind this. We're not just spouting this stuff off. So I would encourage you to really get into a routine where you're honoring your body. In other words, as I was saying to Ildiko yesterday, I didn't feel like doing anything. I just stayed outside and got some rays. At night, if you need you know, to go to bed early, if you go to bed at nine, you feel like go to bed at seven, go to bed at seven. Yeah. But please get good sleep because it will help you make good decisions and you'll feel so much better and stronger. Yeah, absolutely. It's vitally important. And hopefully what we've shared with you today um, will help you to get into good sleep pattern if you're not in a good sleep pattern, and also um, uh, give you the, um, the, the, the reason why, you know, the, the show you the importance of why good sleep is vitally important. Yes, yes. So we will have a link below to our top tips that we've discussed today, and we'll have a link to the AirTube, AirTube headphones. Okay. Thank you, headphones. Yep. We'll look into that. So thank you all for being here. We love you all. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to tell everybody about us. We'd love to help as many people as we can. Yeah. And also don't forget to send us your comments, your feedback, your thoughts. We'd love to hear back from you. Yeah, we please do. Um, you know, we're doing this for you. We love, we love chatting, don't we? From the we UK do. to the US, we, we love, we love this, but you know, ultimately the topics that we're talking about and picking are for your benefit and hopefully you will find them useful um, listening to our episodes. So please do share your comments, 
your questions so that we can tailor future episodes uh, to fit in with your lives and what you need from us. Yes. So, yeah, we're very grateful to have you on these episodes looking at us. Absolutely. Thank you everyone for being here. We look forward to your comments and your thoughts and we'll see you on the next episode. Thank you, Wildeco. Thank you, Julie. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we would like to take your hand and step into this year in a different, empowered way that no one is discussing. We invite you to come with us on this journey to show you a different way of being, to get to the deep truth of things, instead of having another year of ups and downs with the same patterns. In essence, we are going to help set you up for success. We have a SMART two-part experience just for the listeners. And the SMART experience is an acronym for, the S is for simplicity, the M is for motivation, the A is for action, the R is for reconnection, and the T is for transformation. And we are offering an expansive experience first with Ildico, who will remove blockages with energy, and then Julie, who will introduce the light language to infuse you with light, clarity, and positive purpose. So this is a large transformation in not only how you'll feel energetically, but also how you will experience and view the world and opportunities that are open to you. Um, and this will be a session with each of us individually. If you'd like more information, please click the link. And don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast.